Welcome to Main Unstream. Real people, real experience and unfiltered intercourse, free from hype and hidden agendas, with your host Paul Lunker. Welcome to another episode of Main Unstream. Today is a really important episode. Uh, I just came across something overnight which I wanted to get out to everybody straight away. I am not delusional enough to think that everybody is everyone is going to understand it straight away. But if you are prepared to invest a little bit of time to look into it, you will become shocked what by what is about to happen. So before I go any further, if whether this is your first time here or, uh, uh, you know, well, if this is your first time here, please click the subscribe button and uh, any notification button that you may see, uh, depending on which platform you're on, if you've uh, been here before, but haven't yet subscribed, I'd be grateful if you could also support what we're doing with uh, by subscribing and clicking that notification so that you're first to hear when something comes online. All right, so what am I talking about? The GFC was an absolute cakewalk compared to what is about to happen. They are about to break and bankrupt the entire fucking system. And if you think I'm exaggerating, then you need to listen up very, very carefully. What's all this about? Well, <clears throat> I'm going to put this little article up. This is what this is actually what got me started on it when I found this uh, overnight. Okay, so, oops, no, that's the wrong one. Don't have it. Don't tell me I don't have it. Um, I don't. Oh, well, I'll put the link in the um i'll put the link in the show notes epoch times has an article about um how the imf is uh, has a proposal which will be pushed through in the next month to introduce another 650 trillion dollars worth of sdrs and it is backed both by this proposal by the IMF. We'll get into the details of what all that's about in a second. But this proposal from the IMF is backed by both the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party, and the Biden administration. Okay, so IMF, International Monetary Fund, basically United Nations, World Bank, International Monetary Fund, and those who control all the central banks in the world, same basic people at least. Salmon-like money always flows upstream. So if you want to know who owns the money, then you can just follow the salmon, or in this case, the money. Um, in any case, I, it's a shame I don't have that screenshot here, but it's uh, there's an article, like I said, I'll put it in the, in the episode notes um, when it's on the website. Epoch Times did an article, I don't even have to link the, the name here, it doesn't matter. Epoch Times did an article about this. So the IMF is the International Monetary Fund. SDRs, what the hell are they? Well, they've been around since 1969. They are special drawing rights. And although the IMF website, that was the one I had a second ago, actually says, well, they're not a currency. Um, yes, they are a currency. And I'll tell you why. Okay, so a currency is a system for a medium of exchange. So in the in, in, in the world, we have cash, we have money, we have currency, and we have fiat currency. I've explained this one before in other episodes. Cash is that foldy stuff, the coins that we put in our pockets. Money is a medium of exchange. Currency is a system for a medium of exchange. And fiat currency, fiat spelt like the car, but not the car, a fiat currency is a system for a medium of exchange by declaration or proclamation. In other words, a government or someone around the world who has authority to do so says, hey, this is the currency for this country or whatever. That is a fiat currency, okay? Um, real basic level understanding of it at least. Okay, so the IMF, the International Monetary Fund, says that the special drawing rights are not a currency. Well, they are. They're a system from medium exchange, and they've been around since 1969. Uh, they were and are still the world's first single global 
currency. I'll say that again. They are and still they were and still are the world's first single global currency. Most countries are paying into Australia's paying into US. Most countries, you know, anyone watching this, I'll guarantee you, wherever you're from, your country is paying into this. And if you look at the, um, actually, the SERs back in 1973 all, uh, almost became irrelevant. In fact, they, they <laughs> that, I guess that's an academic question, whether they're relevant or not. But the Bretton Woods collapse in 73 with regard to currency exchange, that almost saw the end of the SDRs. But governments like the people who pay them, and I don't mean the taxpayer, um, once they take something or create something that's in their favour and in the favour of their paymasters, they're not bloody likely to go and give it back. So they didn't. They kept them going. And um, now the um, IMF wants to introduce $650 trillion into the system. That'll be US dollars, mind you, right? Into the system to pay governments and pharmaceutical companies. Again, I wish I had that article from Epoch Times up I'll, and I'll share the link. It's in there. So in other words, they want to pay themselves interests, interest on their loans because it's going to go to the governments to do what? To pay back the central banks, to pay the people who you know, sit on top of it and to pay pharmaceutical companies as if the pharmaceutical companies haven't had enough already. Um, and it's essentially the highest level of strategic bookkeeping and accounting that there is. It's shuffling money around between accounts and it's coming down to basically you, the taxpayer in your country, who has to foot the bill. So there was, um, you know, since, since, you know, the $650 trillion thing, right? It's, it's a crazy amount. It's double. $650 trillion in SDRs is double the previous amount ever created in SDRs. Okay. By the way, the 73, when 73 in Bretton Woods collapsed, that's another important date, especially for Australians. But I suggest in your own countries, look around and you'll see what happened in 73. In 73 in Australia, the Australian uh, constitution was, um, was usurped. Uh, the Commonwealth of Australia no longer uh, existed, or the, the Commonwealth of Australia ceased to exist. Uh, under the 1901 constitution, but no one really gave a damn. It was done illegally by the government back then and Commonwealth of Australia um, no longer existed. We are still part of a Commonwealth, but it's not the Commonwealth of Australia. I'll let you go and look that one up, commonwealth.org, I think it is. Um, it was the last year that Commonwealth of Australia was uh, printed on the Australian banknotes. Now it just says Australia since 1973. Then 1975, Lima Declaration comes around and the further de uh, deconstruction and uh, of, of industry, which happened again globally worldwide based on the Lima Declaration. Okay, so SDRs, $650 trillion is double the amount of um, uh, SDRs ever created before. Interestingly, though, during this whole COVID thing, let's look at this chart. This one is um, from the. Again, I'll put the link in the. Uh, I'll put the link in the uh, in the uh, in the notes. In fact, I have it here somewhere. Where are we? Um, it's from the AtlanticCouncil.org website. The Economics Global QE Tracker. What is a global QE tracker? A global QE tracker is it tracks quantitative easing. Quantitative easing, you may ask, what is that? Well, myself and Associate Professor Simon Michaud, uh, an Aussie living in Finland, advising governments and uh, European nations and other important in, um, corporations. Uh, we've done a couple of episodes on this and um, on 
the financial system and on quantitative easing. And they both go for about two. <laughs> the two big ones we did on that were going to go for about two hours. Okay. Um, so reserve some time. They are packed full of data. So you need to reserve probably double the time when you go on watch because you're going to be rewinding and, and looking at shit, right? Anyway, so quantitative easing in the total time of COVID. This is the, um, if you look at COVID, right, this is quantitative easing leading up to COVID 2004, 2019. And this was 2020, okay, but it's gone up since then. Like this is Federal Reserve, Bank of Japan, European Central Bank, and Bank of England. So it doesn't include all the small boys. But importantly, it doesn't include fucking China. And China has printed more money than more quantitative easing than all other countries combined. Again, you can go and look that one up. Okay. Um, so what is quantitative easing? Quantitative easing is the indiscriminate, layman's terms, indiscriminate printing of money, indiscriminate printing of money backed by nothing. So previously you had the gold standard. Now you don't have that. Um, and the way money gets into the uh, system, if you don't know, is your government goes to its central bank and says, hey, we need another trillion dollars. The central bank says, sure, give me an IOU. It's called a treasury bond. And um, that carries interest. And you give the, the government gives the central bank an IOU saying, we'll pay you back your trillion plus, uh, let's pick a number, 10 million interest. And in five, two, five, 10, 20 years, um, and then the central bank waves its magic wand like the, uh, the little man behind the curtain and goes, poof, there's a trillion dollars, right? Knock yourselves out in a two, five, 10, 20 years. The government has to pay back 10 trillion, 10 million, which they never really, which they rarely do. And if they do, they pay it back by issuing another treasury bond to cover the previous amount plus the extra they want to have. Um, and you wonder why we're all in inflation. Okay, uh, just part, just one of the reasons. So that was the graph of quantitative easing in 2020. It's actually gone up. I couldn't get the data for uh, immediately for uh, 2021. But uh, and I said, look, Mrs. China, and this is, um, if you go to the uh, one step down on the same page, again, link is in the, uh, in the uh, episode notes uh, when it goes on the website. This is, you know, an interactive map. Okay, this is a screenshot, but if you're on the actual website, it'd be an interactive map and you'd be able to click on all these countries and you'd be able to get to, uh, see the visualization of the data, but hey, what's this little one in here? The one, okay, we don't give we don't give much of a rat's ass about all these little African nations, quite frankly, not right now, anyway. But for the purpose, especially for these purposes, but for this purpose, isn't it quite conspicuous that the freaking Chinese aren't even on the map? Yet it's well known that they've printed more money indiscriminately, especially for their Belt and Road Initiative bullshit that they're going around and, and blackmailing governments and countries around the world by putting money in and saying, well, you can't pay it back, so we'll just take this infrastructure, we'll take that and whatever. Isn't it interesting that China isn't on that map? Makes you wonder, right? Well, sure as hell makes me wonder. Okay, so SDRs. Go now, by the way, America... Out of that $650 trillion, the Biden administration has buddied up with Xi Jinping again. And I say again because that whole um, oil pipeline thing in the very beginning of his administration was simply a play towards to, towards uh, China to allow the French an excuse to go and get energy resources from China because suddenly they had a deficit and they could blame the US for it, thus diminishing the US further in global woke eyes uh, and uh, raising China's profile yet again. Um, so 
China, Biden is going to put up 100, 100 trillion of this in SDRs uh, or to back the SDRs and China's going to come along and probably match the same thing and then the rest of it, so Australia and all the rest of it are going to put their bit in as well. So what can you do about it? This thing's going to be pushed through in the next month and not that any government around the world in any time in, I don't know, probably the, <laughs> as long as I've been alive anyway and probably a lot, lot, lot sooner, a lot, a lot longer than that, really don't give a shit what you say, what you write, get a petition, tell them it's unconstitutional or whatever. Nonetheless, now is the time to get vocal and make sure that news outlets that are, um, let's say, that resonate with this side of the argument, which, you know, news outlets which are not, that are not woke, that are not uh, part of the whole scam and are not part of the, um, uh, you know, the elite thing. I guess most of them really are, but anyway... Get in touch with them. Get in touch with the independent um, uh, uh, parliamentarians and politicians and get them on side. And for those who aren't on side, the mainstream politicians, make sure they will bloody well know how important this is to you and that they should be voting against it. Australia and no other country has any right to be doing this to its people because the bottom line is you promise a hundred trillion dollars where's it going to come from well the government says well it's going to come from the government well actually no the government's going to get the money from a central bank the central bank's going to give them the money because of a promissory note in iou a treasury bond that treasury bond has to be paid back how does it pay the money back well you the people have to pay it back and as i said the gfc was freaking nothing the gfc would never have happened if professor michael burry had, ne had not come across what was happening and bet against the system. They didn't count on that. Now they're doing it purposely to drive through the Great Reset. Universal basic income, renunciation of, sorry, uh, forgiveness of personal debt, renunciation of personal assets. And the next level after that is forgiveness, forgiveness of sovereign debt and renunciation of sovereign assets. What do I mean by that? Well, if the Great Reset can have as one of its pillars the Forgiveness of personal debt. And the trade-off for that is another pillar, namely the renunciation of personal assets. So you no longer have a mortgage to pay, but you no longer own your house. Now take that to a sovereign level. We already see it happening with the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party, and their Belt and Road Initiative. They're putting all this money that they've printed out of nothing into, partly printed out of nothing. Other, some of it, they got um, a, a gold back loan whereby part of the gold seemed to be, um, seemed to be uh, uh, not gold at all. And some of the other stuff they got from the IMF at half a percent, and then they lent it out at 6% or 6.5%. Go figure. So they put this money. We're seeing this whole thing with the sovereign debt forgiveness uh, in exchange for uh, renunciation of sovereign assets happening all over the world. The CCP is doing it to smaller countries. Uh, over 100 countries have signed on. I think 120 plus countries have signed on to this Belt and Road Initiative. And what they're doing is the debt is, in some cases, more than 80% of the GDP, sometimes 100% of the GDP of that nation. And so they said, listen, you can't pay it back. We'll take that asset. We'll take that dock. We'll take that area. We'll take that land. We'll take those factories. We'll take that airport. We'll take that. We're going to forgive your debt and we're going to take those assets. You're going to renounce ownership of those assets. We'll take it. Now, this is going to happen on a much higher level. 
great resets going to come after people first. And then in order to have a global government, a single world government, they're going to do it at a sovereign level as well. And countries like Australia may stand for a little while, but eventually we will tumble too. And I can tell you with a, with a, um, the, the uh, totalitarian regime that's in the US at the moment and in most countries in the world, it's going to happen in those large companies countries as well. We already see the royal family in the UK falling gradually. Um, and what they need is they need America to fall and they need the largest monarchy to fall. So the U, in the UK, you're going you're gonna to see, if you guys don't keep that one going, the rest is going to fall into place as well. Anyway, uh, where to from here? Make sure that everybody you know is aware of this. Go and study SDRs. Go and study the banking system. Go on. Just as a starting point, there are a couple of episodes I did, as I said, with my associate professor, Simon Michaud. Uh, great amount of detail. Lots of slides um, where you can get an idea about all this stuff. This is going to bankrupt the entire fucking system. Most people aren't watching it. Those who are watching it, a lot of them don't understand it. Of the rest who do understand it, the greater majority don't give a rat's ass. And then there are a few people who do. You might say, well, who gives a shit then? Well, I tell you what, in nine years' time, come back to me and tell me, Paul, you're a fucking conspiracy theorist. I say, you know what? I just question things and I got it right again. I got it fucking right again. And nine years' time, when you no longer, or you're sitting on the precipice of no longer owning your own home because you have a mortgage and it's being wiped and you didn't even get an opportunity, a bit like this mandatory, this compulsory vaccination bullshit. France last night announced that they were going to do compulsory vaccinations. The president of France came up and said that, and that's going to roll out over Europe and America and everywhere else. When it comes to that point that you no longer own your freaking home and your mortgage is being forgiven, and then the country is starting, your country is starting to be taken over, irrespective of which country you're in, come back and tell me I'm a fucking idiot. Come back and tell me I'm a conspiracy theorist. Because I'll tell you what, I'll tell you, look in a mirror. Okay? Bottom line. Thanks so much for watching. Have a great day. Get out there. Share the message. Really appreciate it. By the way, as I said, if you're first time here and you appreciate the candor and the, the type of content, then please consider subscribing and supporting it and clicking the notification button wherever you see it. Okay, have a 